This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Get out of town. Welcome to the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. We are at the Liberg Studios. Check them out, LibergStudios.com. Our producer, Ben Stonium, is with us on site. John, Mm. happy new year. Happy new year, playa. Hope springs eternal. 2024. After what was, admittedly, a long December. Yeah. (laughs) Where Um, do you land on, not on Counting Crows, not on the whole body of work, but on Long December? Is there? Okay. Fantastic. It's one of like four or five songs I can play on piano. Oh, sick. Yeah. Would you cover it ever at a show? Uh, ooh, I'm pretty bad at piano. I could get through a verse. You don't have to play piano. Yeah, great song. But like you would do it if you didn't have to play piano. Sure. All right, sweet. Yeah, great song. But I wanted to tell you, Tad, about the highlight of my Christmas season. Hit me. I went on the Northside house tour. You know about this? The historic West Allegheny house tour. Allegheny West. Allegheny West. You're right. Whoa. I'm I stay a guy here, my bad. I went to West Allegheny. I'm you know, sorry. We've got to correct people. You're right. Uh, but the historic part of the north side, a lot of old homes, beautiful homes. People invite you in, and they talk about the history, the structure itself, the okay. architectural. So we're going through. We're probably in like our third or fourth one. It's, it's, a, it's a crowd that you would expect, a wholesome crowd, mm-hmm. right? A crowd that is interested in... You know, asking questions of the docent like, <laughs> who lived here? And, you know, very educational, nice, wholesome crowd. So we go into this one house, and it's this guy, and he's just sort of like, I don't know, maybe it was after the fact that he seemed more smarmy, but sort of like a smarmy, middle-aged guy, just kind of like hands in his pockets, like the Kevin James meme kind of like okay. look. And he's like, yeah, I shouldn't even say this. He said, yeah, I shouldn't even say this three times, which if you have to say out loud. You know it's going to be something. That you shouldn't have to say this three times. Right. And he's like looking around. He's like talking about the bathroom. And he's like, my daughter's friends like look at me. And they're like, this is some Fifty Shades of Grey type shit. (laughs) And everyone's like, "Uh uh-huh. Well, on to the the next one. And then he said, he said, then he goes, he's like, I shouldn't. I shouldn't have said that. And he's, but he's like, keep saying. I'm like, <laughs> so it's a brag. And I just came out. I was like, it's your house. <laughs> <laughs> Go off. If you want to be all weird and pervy in your own house, hey, we're in your space, man. Like you can go ahead. But yeah, I, that's some Fifty Shades of Grey type shit's been getting a lot of play around in the Binley house. Yeah, in my house. You should have slow clapped him. You should have like, Yeah. Yeah. Merry Christmas, all right. you pervert. <laughs> You know what the highlight of my Christmas was? What's that? Watching the Steelers right the ship. Nine and seven, John. The Steelers 30 to 23 winners over the slapdick Seahawks. Mm. Mason Rudolph, yet again, for the second time, 
looking like Johnny Pocket Passer, the same one that he was billed as when the Steelers drafted him. Najee and Jalen, stiff arming 10 dudes to death. No longer legally allowed to enter the state of Washington. My God. The defensive backfield populated with dudes you think you may have heard of. Elijah Riley. Yeah, he played it. Uh, Eric Rowe. Yeah, wasn't he a 49er? Darius Rush. Yeah, oh, from it, Hootie. Yeah, so, uh, they were the guys that, uh, they. it was Rudy, and then it was the other three hobbits. It was those guys, right? Right. Look, I don't know how they're doing it, especially when, like, when you think about the defense, when you think about the vacated middle of the field and how Tomlin had to seduce Miles Jack to come out oh, of retirement. Oh, he had to send some weird texts. You sent him to that house on the north side. That's right. Said, do whatever. Uh, look, man, they've done it. Mason resurrected uh, his career. I, I don't know. I don't know how they're doing it. In the end, the Steelers tally the win. Mm. They're still in it. It's Ravens week. It would be important no matter what. What's at stake? A trip to the playoffs, potentially. Sure, we're going to get into that in just a second. Mm. But the thing that's really at stake here is the embarrassment of losing to the Ravens' backups. There's no way John Harbaugh can play Lamar Jackson. That's off the table. They've got Ooh, it locked but don't up. You, don't you get the feeling that John Harbaugh is just oh, he wants petty to and weird to enough to, like... To do that, it would be play a quarter. It would be malpractice to do it. Like he would be risking his job. Can you sit there on Saturday with your adoring family as Tyler Huntley dissects the Steelers? <sighs> I don't think so. It's gonna be. This is one they really need to get, especially uh, when it's either do it and get a little bit of help and extend the season, or start thinking about the draft and the. I can't believe it. Disastrous quarterback situation. Oh. This could be it, John. I'm I'm really trying to not take it for granted. Like, got to stay in the moment. Yeah, exactly. We have to be present. All right, so let, let's start off with this before we before we talk about the slate of games this weekend and the help that the Steelers need. The Kenny Pickett rumor, or is it a rumor? So there was. It's been ballied about on Twitter. It's been debunked and backed up and people have tried to find truth in the middle right no one's really sure did kenny pickett refuse to be the backup to mason rudolph in seattle and this is one of those things like we'll simply never know the nfl at the end of the day it's about winning but it's also about being entertained and i've said this i've said this before in seasons past i just want to be entertained right the steelers we were running up against not being entertaining at all for a while there and I'm not saying that it that I think this happened one way or the other, but I do think Kenny Pickett turning into like a huge asshole would be really <laughs> good for the plot. Kenny Pickett goes heel, dude, right? Like he just starts going full like this place is Pittsburgh's a shithole. You know what I mean? Like he he goes I've like I've been full, here for ten years. I could say that, right? He like just starts doing things that are a little bit erratic, and you know he's like the golden boy like for so long. Maybe he just like turns heel Kenny Pickett turning heel and maybe that's what it takes to become the quarterback he needs to as we've seen with Mason are you talking like you want Kenny Pickett to be posting pictures of himself smoking a cig at Jack's at yeah like I want, Kenny to, I want Kenny to go full scumbag I think at this point <laughs> probably looking like Kenny's not going to be the franchise quarterback so you want him to go full Manziel so I would I, but like scum here okay so alright Kenny Pickett smoking a cig at Jack's Put on Instagram, timestamp, 1.30 a.m. on a weeknight, and then another post 
1.55 a.m. Uh, at the upper, like, balcony of Carson City, spitting down. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, hanging out with Jeff Reed. Yeah, right. And doing wild stuff. Him and A.B., like... Flirting on Do Twitter. Thing. Kenny starts rapping. Oh my god! Be good for the plot. If Kenny can't be the answer, I'd like him to at least be the problem. That's what I'm saying. Just lean in. People want to vilify Tomlin, saying that he should have seen that someone like Mason was in the building and capable of playing like this the whole time. Doesn't this make Tomlin an even better coach? That he broke down Mason Rudolph to nothing. Yeah, that's what he did. And then reassembled him... In the lab. ...into this savior. Like Eminem is doing with 50 Cent in the in the club video, right? <laughs> he broke Mason Rudolph down psychologically to zero. And then built him up into a guy who stands in the pocket and throws 40-yard rainbows to George Pickens. With, right, while getting hit. While getting killed. He has the juice now. He's more juice than man. All right, John, so the Steelers need help. They need some help. They need to win, obviously. They got to beat the Ravens, mm. who, man, by all accounts, I'd have to imagine would be resting people, but you never you never know. And I've seen Tyler Huntley best the Steelers right. before. It's not That's a good feeling. That's my thing. That's my thing. Not a good feeling. Oof. So if the Steelers hold up their end, which I think is probably the most likely of these three things I'm going to lay out in front of you. They then need the Titans to beat the Jags or the Dolphins to beat the Bills. A divisional game? I mean, these are both divisional both games. Both divisional games. That gives me hope. And both of the dogs are at home. Yeah. So at least there's that. So what do you think, John? This has become normal now. Last week of the season. I know. It feels like we've been here. Mini playoffs. Yeah. There's a mini playoff vibe in the air I don't know, man. Does it add to the excitement and the rich tapestry of the season? I think we're getting in. I'm lo I think we're looking at a Flacco-Rudolph AFC Championship game. We'll see how it plays out. That's all we can do, John. What could go wrong? John, it's time to deliver our Smash Dick Full Bush player of the game. Smash Dick Full Bush. And it, before we start... And I want to be very clear about this. It cannot be Jalen Warren. It is Jalen Warren. It can't be Jalen Warren. How can Warren. it not be? That spin we move? We said it wasn't. That spin move? He is every week he is Smash Dick Full Bush. He is Smash Dick Full Bush. That's why he can't be it. Because he is it. He is the brand. Who else did anything even close? Najee. Nah. Najee. <laughs> He's just trying to keep up. He's he, he, Jalen Warren he's is trying to keep Michael fucking Jordan. He makes everyone around him hustle and play better. I love Jalen Warren. When that I, spin move, his stiff arms. Are you kidding me? When he, I, he runs so hard, he he just does not give. I've never. He's my favorite running back of all time. Favorite running back of all favorite time. Favorite running back of all time, Jalen Warren. All right. Until he until he gives me a reason not look, I would. He's other people are playing well. Would you sure. agree? No, Najee's playing tough. I like the way he's playing. He ain't playing like Jalen Warren. John, as always, the day before we record the show, I scour my least favorite place mm. on the internet. Of course, I'm talking about Pittsburgh's Reddit page. There is a place that exists, a place on the Pittsburgh internet where logic goes to die, where the immaculate reception never happened where Bubby Brister is actually in the Hall of Fame, where every post is batshit insane, 
It's time to enter the red zone. This one is really weird. I asked you not to look at this. Well, I asked you and Ben Stonium not to look at this mm. because I want your candid reaction. And also, this is sort of your um, this is sort of your thing. Oh, this is like you are in a unique position to help this person. Okay. So, I guess we'll just jump right into it. The title of the post. There's poop in my yard. Oh, God. It's full of earplugs. About this time last year, very distinct piles of dog poop started appearing in my yard around my neighborhood. This poop was distinct in one way. It was full of earplugs. You know, those cheap foam earplugs that usually come in bright colors. Around the time the poop appeared, new neighbors moved in across the street. And one day, we finally spotted the culprit. It was indeed the new neighbors. We'll call them Jim and Donna. Jim came out with a massive, fluffy dog who pooped in the yard next door. Here's where it gets odder. Jim pretends to pick it up and then pretends to throw it away on his trek home. Before Jim was even inside, we rushed over to our other neighbor's yard to verify there was a big, fresh pile of dog poop and earplugs. They left the poop in the yard of a 98-year-old veteran who is beloved by all of us. Mm. Fast forward to the summer. Piles of earplugs all over the neighborhood now. The poop decomposes, but the earplugs stick around. Ah, yes. Biodegradable. (laughs) They are not. New poops are added every day, and Jim still pretends to pick it up, bag in hand. Revenge campaigns begin against Jim and Donna. We watch as their dog's earplug poop, bagged and unbagged, is lobbed to their front door. Undeterred, or possibly with actual spite now, the earplug poop gets worse. One time, we found an open bag of poop in an otherwise empty recycling bin, which was sitting right next to our empty trash can. So after catching them with my cameras on Christmas Eve, I decided to knock on their door and have a talk with them. Since it was Christmas time, I brought a plastic bag of homemade chocolates to soften the blow. The conversation was bizarre. We ring the doorbell. Both of their faces immediately appear in the windows and they just start shouting, that's not ours, that's not ours. And I'm like, it's chocolate, Merry Christmas. I asked if we could talk to them for a few minutes. They agreed. We found some dog poop on our lawn and when we checked the security cameras, we saw it was you. Why are you doing this to good people in your neighborhood? Jim immediately hung his head and apologized, taking full ownership. It's wrong and I need to fix it. So I said, true. The next day, my husband watched as Jim pretended to pick up another huge pile of earplug poop in our neighbor's yard. Who has that many earplugs? It's like six per poop. (laughs) At this point, I thought it'd be fun to ask Reddit, so what's my next move? The dog is eating earplugs every day. That's what makes it... This is not a normal... Stories like this, dog crap stories, people pretending to pick it up. I saw a woman fake pick up her dog's poop at the park two weeks ago. It bothered me. I thought about talking about it here at some point. A fake pickup is like normal, right. weird behavior. One in ten people do that. Yeah. I might even do that if I had a dog. <laughs> Maybe he's like a scientist and he's trying to like test. He is an earplug manufacturer. Yeah. And he's working on new earplugs that work even after they pass through a dog's colon. Right. 
the only earplug on the market that can actually pass through a dog's colon. The only earplug on the market that can still be usable after being in fecal matter. Has this ever happened to you? Oh man, my dog ate my earplugs. Yeah. Well, now it's not such a big deal. Give it a couple days. He gives a free pair to everyone in the neighborhood. Well, with that in mind, John, you know I'm always scouring Facebook Marketplace. Ben Stonium actually put us onto this. Someone posted something on Facebook Marketplace that I think would be pretty interesting. Ooh. It's a nacho tray with salsa and a commemorative Eric Carlson cup. And they are clearly, as you can see in this image, at the Penguin game. Mm. Description. Slightly used nachos with half-drunken RC cola pop, $14. I don't want to lowball the guy, but I can't let this deal slip through my fingers. Do you think he'd come down to 10? I mean, you got to try. I mean, for the Eric Carlson cup alone. Yeah, the chips are going to be fresh. For at least another three days. I think I think that one's too good to pass up. All right. Inflation. Think about inflation. I'm gonna message the seller right now. Do eleven fifty. Eleven fifty. Yeah. Because you don't want to disrespect him. No, I don't want to. But I also want the deal to happen. Right. We'll see. I don't know, and I'll certainly keep everyone posted. Let me view, <laughs> let me view the profile of right, this. Right. That's what nut. Do you ever look at someone's profile and you're like, you click on them because they said something insane in a WPXI like news comment section on Facebook mm-hmm. and you're like you're like who is this crazy motherfucker and then you click them and you're like 15 mutual friends <laughs> oh this is my cousin's yeah, best yeah, friend yeah, yeah. okay i know this guy oh yeah steve yeah oh yeah i know steve look we're going to keep everyone posting on that i'm willing to mortgage the future if it means one more week of steeler football let's do it when we reconvene john hopefully they've done it hopefully they're still alive super bowl Super Bowl or bust. Super Bowl or bust. <laughs> I mean, you? Nick Foles did it. Nick Foles did it. That you just got to get hot at the right time. That is true. Chiefs are beatable. Who's standing in our way in the AFC? The Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. Rudolph, Brock Purdy. <laughs> what do you think the odds are, are on that? Oh, like like if you made a, a $5 bet on that yeah. right now? Yeah. I think if you laid down $4, you would stand to retire come February. Man. Because that would be insane. Me and Mace. <laughs> you and Mace retired? Yeah. If I was Mason Rudolph and I won the Super Bowl this year, I might retire. Absolutely. As like as the greatest f*** you yeah. of all time. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the show. Huge shout out to Liveberg Studios. Huge thanks to our producer, Ben Stonium, here on site. It's the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.